Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Poor. My guest today is Kevin McCashin from Talk 1300 Radio. And Kevin and I are going to discuss politics in Albany. So um, I contacted you, you, Kevin, because of the uh, Plasma Center in Hannaford, um, comparing that vote in the Common Council to Rezone Albany and, oh my God, Rezone Albany and the trash tax where the trash yeah. tax and rezones affected the entire city. And um, the mayor of Albany got rubber stamped completely on that one. There were only three uh, council members that voted against her. But with the plasma center, which affects one area of the city, everybody yeah. on the common council voted against Kathy Chian's wishes. And I'd like to hear your take on it. Well, you know, the more I looked at this one, because I, I don't understand how, I don't understand how a very heavily progressive um, common council could be opposed to something for extra money when we really kind of look at it. Not to mention the fact that now this plasma therapy uh, is being used for COVID-19 and, you know, and maybe that this, this place doesn't use the plasma for that or it doesn't get spun off for that, but it easily could be adapted for that. So now you have a global pandemic, people that want to do this uh, plasma stuff. And at the same time, you have massive unemployment in America. Why wouldn't, do you know why they are opposed to that in that Hannaford? I, 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 I really don't, but you know, it, doesn't it, it seem? It, I, you know, I mean, we we can get into the rift between those guys, but at the same time, what 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 sort of, you know, the assumption would be this: uh, plasma centers are it's a social justice issue in a, in the sense that they're exploiting poor people by giving them gift cards to donate their plasma, or the notion that people who want fast cash are drug addicts or undesirable, but how is that different than saying, well, we don't want a Popeye's chicken in there where you could catch COVID. Remember somebody tested positive at the Popeye's at that Hannibal right. Plaza. Uh, we don't want, we don't want, a, we don't want, and maybe you got to get Robinson on and we can talk with him about it because I, I just don't understand how if people want extra money, why wouldn't it be their, their freedom to go donate this in this little place and then the second thing would be, you know, does the uh, bottle return at Hannaford, doesn't that attract uh, a, a lower income crowd or an undesirable crowd of bag men or bag ladies who go around and pick up empty bottles and return mm-hmm. them to Hannaford? Or does, or people, you know, I mean, it's such an arbitrary opposition uh, with this code thing. And I think, you know, the only tell I could kind of see is that Corey Ellis represents the New York State Nurses Association, or he's an organizer for the nurses union, and they don't want competition because I would assume the plasma people are non-union. What do you what do you think played into that? Actually, no, but you know, when 
uh, last time they had the election and I ran into Corey Ellis and uh, I had donated to one of his campaigns. I interviewed him on Focus on Albany. And then when he aligned himself with Kathy Sheehan, he didn't even want to talk to me. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> that's, that, see, that's typical. Right, that's typical. But in this case, he is against Kathy Sheehan. That's so, correct. He it, is against yeah. Kathy Sheehan. And so here you have the, the multimillionaire, I assume, Kathy Sheehan, being in favor of a plasma center that would allow poor people or people who needed money. That's all. I mean, we, we can't say rich or poor because I, because if plasma donation is uh, healthy for you, I'll go do it for cash. I, you know, what if I have no problem with that, you know, I'll go get it. I'll go do that. I'll go donate, you know, so why can't that be in a supermarket center and what does it have to do with houses nearby and undesirable people? I mean, you know, aren't low income. I mean, it's such a, it's such a weird thing. That sounds like something they would do in Loudonville or Saratoga. This That's like a Saratoga fight. Hmm. You know what I mean? Well, you know, I, I just don't understand argument, it. So. Go ahead. The argument is, the argument is that it uh, lowers the immune system of people and, you know, they're more apt to, pick up diseases and, and stuff like that. So that was the contention. And, wow. You know, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't. And people, I never heard that. I thought don't, I thought donating, donating blood was good for you, but I I got to look at the science. No, it's not the blood. It's not the blood. It's the plasma. Well, they just take the, the plasma is the blood, and then they just spin it off, right? Don't they just spin off the blood and keep the plasma? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Well, here, well, let's go back to the point. So here you have okay. Kathy Sheehan just vetoed it a second time. Council, the council had approved the ordinance the second time on April 20th for the uh, Steve Hughes and the Times Union. So now you have Steve Hughes covering Albany. He's a pretty good, he's a pretty straightforward reporter. Um, Sheehan the second time after Sheehan pointed out procedural flaws in the first vote, including failure to hold a public hearing, in her veto, Sheehan noted some of the same flaws existed in her view, including the fact that uh, the council did not initiate the amendment through the city's planning officer. So yeah, uh, that seems like very spurious reasons to, to, to veto it. But the point is this, the council wants to amend Zoning. Council mm-hmm. wants to amend zoning. Sheehan's notion is that this will send a message to developers that they can't trust the city's zoning code when they go to present new projects because the project was already presented, right? It's been they've been trying to get in there for two years. Mm-hmm. And so the residents near the proposed project have complained, arguing the center could lead to loitering and parking issues. That, I mean, they don't. Mm-hmm. They're kind of, you know, as somebody who, and I live near the worst area in Troy, but if I go over and I compare even the worst area in Troy to the Hannaford by Colvin, I mean, mm-hmm. what do these people think they're in Loudonville? I don't get it. I, I just don't <laughs> get it. I would, I would love to know what, what the, what the real 
purpose of this is because, you know, you have two shopping centers there. You have CDTA bus lines. You have, uh, like I said, what else is in there? Popeye's chicken. You know, there's, it's not right. loitering and parking issues. Parking issues is the giant parking lot. I mean, the building is, right. the, the parking is, the parking is compliant with the existing thing. This is, uh, this is a weird, it's a, it's a, such a strange thing because even the other people I've spoken to in the media about it, you know, and I won't name their name, but they said, well, why are they picking on something that would have the opportunity to give people money? And it just seems strange because, you know, I guarantee almost everybody on that common council would argue for a universal basic income. They would argue for uh, uh, an expansion of the welfare state. They would argue for um, any social justice issue in the direction of getting more money into people's hands. And so it just seems strange to me. But it's, uh, it's fun to watch the fight. <laughs> well, from my understanding is Kathy vetoed this with yes. the insistence the insistence of the developers who, you know, don't want that there. Oh. So, you know, maybe she's well, afraid. She vetoed, she ve- yeah. Well, she vetoed in the notion of the fact that they're changing the zoning. Boy, it's, it's strange. The corporation, her excuse is the corporation council said it's an unconstitutional zoning action with no basis in law. And mm-hmm. so, uh, because I guess it would be because it specifically targets a business. So, in other words, the argument that would, the, you know, and, and, and hopefully the CSL Plasma Corporation sues the city because it's a great fight to have. Um, they'll, they'll sue them. CSL Plasma, Florida-based plasma company that or, or operates 230 collection centers. And obviously they probably do want it because it's on near bus lines and stuff like that, which is, right. um, which is, I, I just, uh, well, what sort of guy is Michael O'Brien? Michael O'Brien is pushed for a proposed, pushed against a proposed plasma center in his district for right. nearly three years and said the right. ordinance is not a total ban on plasma centers in the city. We feel they'll have some overflow effects. So, you know, I guess it, it is would be this. Several council members spoke, made it clear they opposed the idea of the centers in general, arguing that blood plasma centers unfairly attempt to take advantage of poor resident, residents who might try to donate plasma to provide for their families. Why would they be opposed to somebody donating their plasma to help feed their families? I just, it's, it's bizarre. This sounds like, it literally sounds like something that would happen in a snobby neighborhood in Saratoga. You know, like opposing a homeless shelter in Saratoga. Right. Okay. But, you know, okay. but, uh, I, I, you know, but, but it's just, uh, the, so the problem is, is they went in to try to change the zoning after the, after they applied. And so that's why it would be, argued unconstitutional i mean the, the guy's going to win in court um but the fascinating thing is why one why are they opposed to helping poor people with money 
you know, and it may just be that. Maybe they think it lowers immunity or something like that. But I, I don't, you know, is donating plasma good for you is another question. Um, right. But two, yeah, it's uh, right. And why wouldn't they oppose the, the, the uh, trash tax? I mean, you know, Troy's has a trash tax now, and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. So, right. you know, it's uh, kind of interesting. You know, uh, so donating, go ahead. It's not only the trash tax that baffles me, it's also rezone where uh, the Common Council just pushed that through real quick without much much dialogue. And that that just was railroaded through and I just find this whole thing so interesting. Why would they rubber stamp the mayor on two issues but go against go against her on one issue that only uh represents this part of the city? Yeah. It's just interesting. They have um you know, you can donate plasma every twenty eight days up to thirteen times per year. Uh, FDA allows donor to give plasma more frequently. The uh, the whole process takes about an hour and 15 minutes. You mm-hmm. need to hydrate before you go. You know, the only thing they show here, um, the only thing they show here, and this is, you know, a mainstream website. It's not, not, not one of my right-wing buddies or anybody like that or natural news or any conspiracy guys. It just says that, uh, is donating plasma safe? Donating does a lot of good. Blood plasma is needed for many modern medical therapies, as we see. They were they were trying to get it to the, uh, you know, to the uh, the COVID nineteen patients. You know, they wanted people with the with the antibodies. Um, so uh, it's mostly a safe process, but side effects do exist. Um, you can dehydrate, dizziness, hey, you know, any any of the normal stuff from that, and obviously. If it's a nasty place, you could get infected. I don't know. I think maybe Ellis and these guys are, I think it's really the nurses' union that might be behind their opposition. You know, I really I'll bet do. you if I, if I contacted Corey Ellis to come on to talk yeah. about it, my guess is he won't. No, they they, won't. they won't because, uh, because they're one, they have no principles, they're cowards, and, um, you know, it just shows it's a, it's a very troubling time when elected people won't speak to you. It's just disgusting. They, they should all be ashamed of themselves. Anybody who refuses to do an interview, they really should. I mean, it's really, it's anti-democratic, and it's, uh, it's something that really drives me crazy. Um, you know, and, and you just see it. And, and largely it's because they, they have no principles. They can't stand behind their position. They sound like a bunch of idiots when they speak. And... Um, they uh, they're just shameful people, you know, and this is why elected representatives are hated. You know, maybe the council's getting tired of Kathy. I don't know. That's a great great thing to see, but more than likely not. You know, more than likely not. It's uh, Ellis. Ellis told WAMC. Other council members thought it was a bad site because of the population it would bring. I mean, that's just that's bigoted right there. That's coming from uh, black man. <laughs> right. These people are right. supposed to be social justice people. You know, how does it exploit poor people? I just don't get it. Because it's a corporation that's doing it. 
you know, would it, would they prefer it if uh, it was some nonprofit? You know, if Pastor Charlie mm-hmm. was taking plasma, had a plasma center, and it funded, uh, you know, and it funded uh, school lunches, would they be opposed to it then? Very, very interesting. Yeah, council members are really united on the issue. Council members yep. uh, felt that in the beginning, a thousand feet was standard, and the planning department changed it. So the council used its power and set the right distance. So they had this, but it, you can tell it's targeted. I, I think a court. It, it should have to go to a court. CSL said it no. didn't have anyone immediately available for comment. Plasma donation is recognized as essential critical infrastructure by Homeland Security, just like radio. <laughs> so so if, uh, they, if it's overruled again, it becomes yeah. law. And if it becomes law, what will the relationship what will the relationship be between the council members and the mayor? Well, it'll be fascinating to see. But, you know, what? Right. Who, who, who on the council is opposed to Kathy Sheehan or wants her position? You know, the, the Walsh guy? You know, I so have there'll be some no breaks. Idea. Yeah, there'll be some breaks. There'll be some breaks, uh, you know, between the two. But I don't think it's anything that you know. We'll see what the next votes are. But but it's just very very strange. That's all. You know, I, I just I, it's kind of um, for me, it's kind of depressing that they would um, oppose something that could give people money, even if they take the money and go buy drugs. You know, that's freedom, and these guys shouldn't be opposed to freedom. But I tell you what, if they if they wanted to put in a wet house or a uh, you know, give out free needles or something like that, they'd be all for it. But they, but it, it's just a strange opposition. I just don't, I don't understand it. Um, Albany, you know, this is, this is all, the only other thing I can see from Dave Lucas's piece on WAMC. Uh, council, council president, Corey Ellis, is also upstate political director for New York State Nurses Association. For me, he says, working in healthcare, you'd like to see it somewhere around or near other healthcare facilities because something could happen. And if you're close to other healthcare facilities and something happens to someone, it's easy to transport them to a healthcare facility if something should happen within that blood plasma treatment. Okay. So the uh, Red Cross over on Everett Road, that's a catastrophe? It's over on Everett Road. It's not near a hospital. Well, you got mm-hmm. Memorial nearby, but Albany Med, Albany Med is, is right down the road from mm-hmm. Hannaford Plaza. Hey, you know, and, and it's, it's uh, disingenuous. You can see it right there. But this is going to be great. So hopefully they override the veto. I didn't look to see what the next agenda item is. Hopefully they override mm-hmm. it, and then, the, and then the guy sues them, and then he jams them in there. The company has threatened to sue the council, didn't believe the council had the authority, which we disagree with, so we will see. So I wonder, is was the original 500-foot uh, distance changed to 1,000 during the rezone? I don't know that's, if it was done during the rezone or not, but, you know, that's the contention that it should be 1,000 feet rather than anything closer. Right. And, it, and so then the, the, the corporation's argument would be, that because it came up only after, you know, or maybe was introduced by people who were opposed to it, that it was a, a specific 
targeted unconstitutional action. Mm-hmm. You, you know, know I, it would I, be I, like, you know, would they, if it was going to be a uh, Black Lives Matter organizing office and it was going into, you know, downtown Saratoga and they changed the zoning, you know, I mean, it, it just doesn't, I'm surprised the Times Union hasn't written an editorial, but there must be some phenomenon where they think blood, where people say blood plasma centers exploit poor people. And I don't know where that's coming from, but it just seems weird to me. And now with coronavirus, it's even even better. What I'm going to do is I'm going to um, send a link to this show to the proponent, or, or I should say, yeah, the wonderful opposition leader of this, and get his comments on this. But as far as Mark Robinson, I've been trying to reach him several times, and he hasn't answered me. So he's uh, well, he's he's got this silence thing going through. It's fascinating because you know I, I'm. Um... I'm almost op, uh, national issues, almost diametrically opposed to where you stand for. And I answer your calls. So I just don't, you know, these people are, right. there's something, man. They're full of themselves. You know, and here you're on a beautiful, a beautiful little local low powered FM station, all about community right. radio, doing all this good stuff. And you won't have, and politicians won't talk to you. It's, 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 it's frustrating. But they never the do. Side, the flip side, I would What's that? They never do. They never no, I know. They never answer my phone calls or my emails. They don't want to speak. You know, in Cahoes, I think Randy Kniff is the only person that's got guts that will speak up. You're not going to get anybody in the city of Albany that's an elected official to speak up. Yes, it won't yeah. happen. I see this over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah, typical, man. Yeah. Well, and you know, you know people, I know they listen to people, people wonder why things remain crappy in Albany. That's because yeah. nobody has the gumption to say anything out loud. Yep. You yeah, know? it's true. It's true, and, and that's why everybody. I'll give you a good example. I'll give you a good example, and this really bothers me when I bring this up, and that's Mike Connors. Mike did that um, uh, audit audit late in his in his tenure, and you know it was passed on to Sue Rizzo. I knew Sue Rizzo wasn't going to do anything with it. And when I contacted Mike, Mike Connors to get his his take on this, he didn't answer my phone call either. So this is a real problem. Yeah. Well, sad. Yeah. You know, it's sad. Well, you know, the difference is, is on my, my radio uh, show during the week, um, I don't want any of them on. <laughs> because I just because they never give you anything. The flip side is, you know, you don't get much out of them. I mean, I have some that call in, but I usually don't have any guests because I would rather just get my perspective and just go through how they handle other media. 
mean, we did have Bill Smith on last week from um, to host, right? And, and maybe we maybe we can see how that story moves forward. What do we got? About five minutes left or so. The Cohoes issue was um, this week. The uh, I was sent pictures and video of the city of Cohoes DPW workers dumping um, clean fill as well as grading the property of the current mayor, Bill Keeler, in Cohoes. Right. This guy who was a 30-year state trooper was supposed to be the uh, antidote to the alleged corruption of Sean Morse. And um, as soon as I tweeted the pictures, they uh, really went into scramble mode and uh, it got picked up. You know, the Times Union picked it up, but they buried it on page C5 because, it, you know, the killer was their boy and getting him there. And it was uh, just a crazy, crazy episode. Uh, I had people texting me, wanted to know the address to go up and take pictures because it seems as though they've been dumping there for years without a permit. They have no grading permit. They have no DEC permit. It um, is a huge drop-off. You know, this retired state trooper has a three-car garage. He gets a $98,000 pension per year for the rest of his life. This is why New York State is bankrupt, yeah. So that's the equivalent of you having saved up at least $2 million in the bank. At 5% interest would be a $98,000 pension. And so pretty, and they, he said, they, well, they, they had to issue a statement with this, uh, you know, the ironic part is this Theresa Bourgeois, who's a political consultant, is his, uh, his PR or communications director or director of operations. The DPW said they knew about it, that it was authorized, that they could uh, put um, dirt up there from another project they had, and then they had the uh, – their big uh, their workers on the clock with the city equipment grading it off. They said it was a longstanding relationship. He came out later in a Facebook post. But when you look down the ledge, uh, there's a, a small creek there called the Salt Kill. The Salt Kill is a wetland area. Um, they have no silt fence. They have no permits. And so we, we try to get um, – a guy went up there with a drone over it to show the extent of it. Fascinating, big, big area that they've been filling in for years, and it's his property. And um, obviously, the practice has been going on for a long time. Uh, and so now you have, even if it was something that the city was doing, it was unauthorized dumping um, on the potential, you know, Army Corps of Engineer wetland area. And so the city would have liability as well as Keeler because it's his personal property. Just, I mean, you know, and here's a guy who was a, a, a state trooper for 30 years in clear violation of the law, not to mention the, um, I mean, maybe he could weasel out of the uh, city thing saying it was a city arrangement, but it's theft of services because, you know, it's one thing to dump stuff up there. It's another thing to have employees working to grade and level it off and do all this stuff. And so he got caught. Guys went up there with a drone to pull it over. They had the police there. The guy was running his drone from his friend's house in his driveway. We had another Mm -hmm. photographer go up there and take pictures of all the uh, fill down the side of the embankment. And the police, uh, one of Keeler's either kids or friend came out. The police police chased him down and gave him a trespassing ticket. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's posted as private property, but it was just a classic video of 
you know, they have this big rock and it says posted private property and right behind it on the private property working is Cohoes DPW, you know, guys and loaders and dump trucks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just disgusting. So, so Kevin, our time is our time is up for today, but I think what the issues we brought up are in Albany and Cohoes will be subject to further dialogue, you know, sometime in the near future. So I hope to have you back. So give yourself a little plug, Kevin. So you can catch me uh, Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Talk 1300 AM and 98.7 FM or on the Internet at Talk1300.com. And it's uh, we call the show Road Rage, and it's uh, very fast and funny and a lot of fun and hits a lot of local issues. Kevin, I hope to talk with you again soon. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day. Bye-bye.